0: Yo, it's Julian on the Brown Note and a review of Heart of Stone, a Netflix film that has a whopping 29% on Rotten Tomatoes and has got trashed, starring Gal Gadot. And it's being called very much a post Mission Impossible film, um, as in it's um, a really complete ripoff of Mission Impossible. And the premise is thus we join the crew of uh, MI6 secret agents at the start in one of the uh, many spectacular locations in the Alps, and one of the team of about five people is Gal Gadot, who isn't a field agent. She is the geeky computer girl, and she's supposed to be kept out of harm's way, whilst Jamie Dornan, the leader of the troop, and um, I did recognise her. Hold on, who's this chick? No, is it that one? I can't I wish I'd looked up these people before. But anyway, the troop of them go in, it all goes horribly wrong. And Jamie Dornan has the bad guy that they've been sent to get and takes him down this cable car, but realize that um Gal we realise that Gal Gadot's got a connection with another agency out there. And it is the agency of I can't believe I've forgotten everything, it's so generic. Uh What is a group? Oh, the Charter. So Gal Gadot works for the Charter in secret. She's been installed in MI6 as a secret, secret agent. She's not a double agent because she's working on the same side as the good guys, in inverted commas. And they basically exist as this international group that help when things go terribly wrong. So when Jamie Dornan has this international arms dealer, and he's about to get killed by loads of bad guys she goes rogue and kills them all herself and goes back to pretending to be miss goody two-shoes computer geek and that's what her role is so that's the the charter have their own sort of offices and are global but when things go wrong um, they're there to back up the forces of good again in inverted commas the crux I rely on is this thing called the Heart, which is a computer system which can look into every computer system on earth and predict um, probabilities of success on your actions. And uh, you know, it shows like lines ahead of you which way to go, and thirty percent success going this way and twenty percent going this way. Do you know what? They've got this strike-on in Hollywood at the moment, and I think there should be a caveat to supporting these striking writers, which is, don't ever again make the plotline of one of these films a computer that controls all the computer on Earth. There have been so many of these films where the MacGuffin is a computer that controls all the computers on the Earth from Mission Impossible... Several times, Fast and the Furious, several times... How many films have you seen? Where the, the thing being traded by the secretive arms dealer is a computer that can control all the computers. It is the most overplayed plotline. Anyway, that's what they've got, and uh, the, the film transpires. They find out that she is actually uh, a crash-hot secret agent, and they find out when their team is under fire and they're about to be all annihilated <clears throat> and she's told by her bosses in the charter to leave them to their fate and to get out of there and save herself but she doesn't which gives the the fact that she can take out all these attacking people shows off to the MI6 people that actually she is some crash hot secret agent and they've already suspected the charter exists so it's a giveaway Um, to them but then very very quickly in a in a really decent plot point um, the Jamie Dornan character is in fact himself a rogue agent and that moment is actually pretty cool Um, so he's actually working to find the charter and to steal the heart not really for any well-defined motives uh, personal motives for him uh, regarding his past and abandonment and so on but there's no sort of overarching goal here really other than him wanting to rule the world sort of thing now i almost turn this off after half an hour if there's another thing that the hollywood strike should be focusing on as well is why can they spend a hundred million dollars on a movie and not have any decent dialogue um the dialogue killed batman the recent robert patterson one the dialogue was so trite so the interaction between people and the way they speak can sink a film. And I nearly turned this off because it was so trite, the way that they were talking. And the over-the-top Mission Impossible slash Minority Report, you know when Minority Report, where they wave their hands and move screens about in the air, was so absolutely annoying. Um, but then something amazing happened. And I don't know why I'm the only person that ever brings this up in reviews. It's like someone else took over. (laughs) After half an hour, it was like someone else took over because I was seriously going to turn it off. And then suddenly they sort of forgot about this really overplayed conceit about the computer being on the screen all the time and showing all these lines and stuff. And the dialogue wasn't as jarring anymore. So I don't know if they watched the early rushes and then got someone else to do those things and then said, you know, push the computer thing to the back. And the annoying thing about the computer thing is they don't define the fact that it is going to be a major plot point. Uh, And that's the the notion that this um, uh, algorithm-based, probability-based action isn't the be-all and end-all. But they don't really land the main sort of reason for Gal Gadot's character well enough. It should have been defined a bit better about how, you know, there should have been some conflict between the um, the computers' probability ratings and so on, a bit better defined. to so then turn around at the end and say, you know, she is being defined as the reason why um, the algorithms aren't always going to be right. Because that was fairly strong, but they I'm glad they pushed the whole sort of computer scenery thing to the background and the dialogue got better. Now I have to be honest, I thought this was um I, I I rated Red Notice, which got another 30% on Rotten Tomatoes with Gal Gadot and The Rock and Ryan Reynolds in. I thought that was pretty passable um, overall. It wasn't as annoying as I expected it to be. And I would say the same about this, but more so. Um it's got some interesting people in it. Uh oh yeah, Sophie okonedo I think that's the one I was looking at before. And I didn't think she was very good. I thought she was quite cringy, actually. Uh, We get Paul Reedy as Bailey. He's been in quite a few um, TV series. And I'm just trying to look for where I have seen him. I can't look him up. I should have looked all this stuff up before. Uh, Ali Abarth as an Indian genius computer person... ...who is working for the other side. She's good. And I don't know if I've seen her before in anything. No. But she's really good. She shows up as... um, She's caught between the two worlds. BD Wong has actually a good role. He can be quite clunky in films and even in TV. But he gets a decent, if small, role here. Um, So... And Glenn Close turns up as well. She doesn't have much to do. And I wish I could remember the guy who was from that um, Army of Thieves film. I'm going to look him up now. And he was really good in the... Um, was it Army of Thieves? I think it was Army of Thieves. Oh, I don't know. I can't remember which one it was now. He's a lead guy in it. Matthias Schoffer, Schoehofer. He was really good in that. Uh, and he shows up here as well. He's underused. Um, I thought he could have been a, a bigger character here. Uh, he was really good as a goofy bank robber in um, Army of Thieves. Um, I thought Gald- Gadot was actually really good here. She gets to do a lot more than just look incredibly pretty and charming as she did in Red Notice. She's put through the ringer a bit more here. Um, which I enjoyed and some of the action isn't as generic as I thought it was going to be I thought like some of the chases and everything was actually quite well done I thought some of the scenarios such as the airship and everything were pretty imaginative I thought the uh, relationship between her and Alio Bart was um, really good as well like I said the Sophie Okonado character who's um, like her boss I thought was cheesy It's kind of like the role that Angela Bassett would play in a Mission Impossible movie, but she's a bit clunky. And I thought the way the plot all sort of panned out was pretty cool. Um, So, yeah, you've got nothing to fear here at all. I thought this was a... After half an hour of me thinking about turning it off, everything seemed to calm down. And um, Gal Gadot was actually good, and I left the film... Sometimes I enjoy these films and think at the end, well as the credits roll i've already forgotten about it oh, i'll never think about it again i actually had quite a warm feeling towards it and thought i wouldn't mind seeing gal gadot in this um, world again and and most of the other people involved and it's it, even though cinematography isn't great it does have sometimes it does get quite good and it has some really good locations like the, the desert the, the world, probably something approaching the most lazy thing i've ever seen they do this drop into the desert in Senegal, which is a country in Africa. And it, when they're picked up by this taxi, it's soundtracked by Felakuti Zombie. Now, Felakuti is probably the most famous Nigerian musician of all time. And the track Zombie is probably his most famous about the dictatorship in um, Nigeria. So what on earth are they doing... <laughs> Playing that when they're in Senegal, it's just like the laziest thing ever. But some of the music, occasionally, even though there's a dancing sequence in this film, which is the most cringable thing I think I've ever seen, like the truck driver listening to I Want to Know What Love Is by Foreigner was pretty decent. Do like that. Um, And I think they missed an opportunity to have Gal Gadot take her motorcycle helmet off while that song was playing and have her luscious hair fall down over his shoulders because that would have been absolutely brilliant and she's great she's um i thought she was really good here so it's um got trashed by critics (coughs) it's generic as hell but i thought it was goofy fun and it's got a bit of grit to it as well and quite a lot of action i thought the action was pretty decent um certainly when gals on her motorbike or when they're fighting on the airship and falling through free falling through the air and stuff It's got plenty of action and um, a fairly reasonably winning cast overall. So I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10 for Heart of Stone.